The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Man, life can be difficult. I mean, a lot of times it feels like the world is just ripping apart at the seams and you can't take it anymore. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. No matter what the world throws at us each day, anxiety, fear, confusion, we can still choose to overcome. Overcomer is the latest book from best-selling author David Jeremiah. Dr. Jeremiah reminds us we're not alone in this fight. God knows what we need. Overcomer is a personal yet practical book that offers a message of hope and strength for today. Overcomer, available everywhere right now. Doc, I'm doing great. Pleasure to be with you this morning. Pleasure to have you on board, sir. Now, our audience has been waiting for this because they know that uh, I'm a libertarian conservative on this show and have been for many years. But I've differed with you on some things. We've had our differences, Mike. You wouldn't know that, but we have. <laughs> well, that's okay. I've had differences with my wife, and we're still married. So okay, that, okay, then we can get through this thing, I'm sure. Now, I wasn't um, an Arkansas resident when you were governor, but uh, I am now. And I know a lady who claims to be your cousin. Her name is Laura Huckabee. I mean, uh, yeah, Laura <laughs> Huckabee. Do you, do you know this woman? I do know her. She okay. is uh, a news station up in northwest Arkansas, and yes. she's a, a lot more talented than I am. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I've, I've been waiting for years to get a confirmation on that, so now well, we got that on. She doesn't like to admit it. She really tries to avoid it. She almost had a legal name change because people kept asking her. All right, so i got to get your take, first of all, on, um, on what's going on with uh, Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation. What's your take on this whole spectacle? Well, I think uh, we can thank the Democrats. They have done a magnificent job in awakening the sleeping giant of the GOP and independent voters across the nation, who up until the last week or so have been rather lethargic about the elections. No more. They are fired up and ready to go. And uh, the left has overplayed their hand in such a blatant and ridiculous way. And the shrill, hysterical rantings of uh, the people on the left. I, sometimes, Doc, I wonder, do they go home and watch themselves on television? And do they ever look and see what they have done and how they have behaved in public, their petulance, their tantrums? And do they ever just say, gee, I look like a five-year-old out there? Yeah, they and obviously I obviously don't. Yeah, and I, no, I don't think they do. I don't think it matters anymore. I think, sadly, we live in a world where people, um, th- there's, there's no accountability for what you said 20 minutes ago or a day ago or a year ago, and there's no consistency. It does not matter. No, it, it doesn't, and I, I find it amazing that you have Democrats who will say things today that directly 180 degrees contradict what they have said before. I mean, the FBI investigation, they say we just want a one week investigation. All we ask for is open up the investigation. Well, they did it. And now they say, uh, you know what? It wasn't long enough. Uh, They didn't interview enough people. And besides that, we haven't read the report yet, but we know we're not going to like that report. So we reject it, even though we haven't read it yet. I mean, that's irrational. That's when you have lost the argument. And you're just simply trying to outscream the other side. And I, I think it's unbecoming. And I do think a lot more Americans every day wake up and realize I don't want Chuck Schumer in charge of the Senate. I don't want Nancy Pelosi in charge of the House. And I don't want Maxine Waters in charge of anything. No, you're right. And the craziness here, we're talking about what started off as allegations and still unproven allegations of some sort of sexual misconduct from 36 years ago. And they say, Mike Huckabee, that they are in there fighting for women. Yet, how have they treated your daughter? Well, they've treated her poorly. Now, the good news is she can handle it, and she is one tough kid. She had two uh, pretty mean older brothers, and that made her <laughs> tough. 
but but the bigger picture of this is is that the liberals have misplayed this, believing that women are a monolithic gender that walk in lockstep. Well, that's a demeaning and degrading view of women that they can't think for themselves, that they're not logical, that they're not capable of rational thinking. Because most women are, are looking at this and saying, you know, I have daughters and I want someone to take them seriously if they say they've been assaulted. But I have sons. I have brothers. I have a dad. I have a husband. And I don't want some falsely accusing them and ruining their lives and their careers. My own daughter has made this point, and I think it's a valid one. She has a daughter. She has two sons. She says, of course, I want my daughter to grow up in a world in which she's respected and treated decently. But I don't want my sons to have their lives forever ruined because somebody just throws allegations that cannot be corroborated by one single witness. And that's what really is at stake here. Do we really still practice uh, presumption of innocence until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt? Or is it now we have turned the Constitution and the Fifth Amendment on its head? Uh, do we have due process? Do we have the ability to face our accuser? Uh, Doc, the truth is we are shredding our Constitution with this kind of uh, emotion-based uh, drama rather than saying we have to look at facts and only facts in order to take someone's life and liberty from them. You know, I think your daughter has done all in all a pretty good job. She's in a really difficult situation. Uh, maybe one of the the uh, most difficult from uh, from a press secretary. I mean, it's just incredible how much um, the administration is attacked, whether you like them or not. I mean, you know, front line. Um, she's done she's done a pretty good job. And not to take anything away from you know her background or what got her there. Did you have any influence in her getting that job? Well, I mean, only in the sense that uh, you know I've, I've known. President Trump, then Donald Trump, the, you know, the apprentice star for many, many years. I talked with him numerous occasions when I was in New York every week. Uh, then, of course, we were together during the campaign where he uh, excoriated every last one of us on the stage, uh, eliminating us. But I, I, you know, tell people he was not my first choice because I was my first choice, but he was my second choice. And as soon as I left the campaign trail, I endorsed him. Uh, he offered my daughter a position. It wasn't that I got it for her. I think he came to respect her. Uh, I'll tell you this. He loves her. And when I talk to him, he'll always say, Huckabee, you're a good guy. I like you. You're great. Your daughter, she's better. And that's what I hear from him every time I have a conversation with him. But uh, he appreciates that she really has a different background than most press secretaries. Most are former journalists. So they go out there wanting to be pals, buddies, and be nice. Uh, she's a political operative. Her background is not press. It's not um, doing a journalist job. It's being a, a, a political operative, and she's done that her whole life. When she goes out there, she sees her job as defending and protecting uh, that president and that White House. So she's a political warrior more than she is just somebody out there disseminating, uh, disseminating information and trying to make nice with a bunch of people like Jim Acosta, with whom you cannot make nice because uh, he refuses to do anything other than try to make it about himself yeah it's all disingenuous we know that from jim acosta you're right it's about him he, he's clearly biased and he's just trying to get a pound of flesh most of the time to and and partially motivated by agenda of course but no yeah her background was different that's part of the reason i asked about it she was a an interesting choice and obviously the relationship that you had with trump during the debates and everything um it seemed very odd especially then when you didn't end up going to the one debate there was a lot of questions hey are you guys doing a deal? Is there a deal being done? No, there was no deal. Um, you know, the fact is, 
I just like him personally. And I also believe that he was the only other person on the stage who was reflecting many of my personal views uh, regarding things like the trade agreements, regarding uh, issues that involve Social Security and, and uh, how we need to recognize that that's not some government handout. People have paid out of their paychecks for that. There were many things that I really appreciated, not the least of which was that he was owned by the, the people in D.C. and the donor class, that he paid his own way. And I love the fact that he was not beholden to the same people who have ruined politics in America. Okay, so this is the frustration, though. We see a group of people, you, Donald Trump, everybody else on stage, and you beat the snot out of each other, and not just about certain issues, but some of it actually gets kind of personal, and a lot of it from the president, and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to go ahead and support this guy now. That's frustrating well, for us. you never heard me ever, ever say anything about one of the other candidates on that stage that was personal. I never attacked one of them, and I continue to say, none of these guys on this stage are my enemy. They may be my opponent, but only for the nomination. But I'm not going to say something that I would later live to regret, because if I become the nominee, I'm going to want them standing on the stage. And if I'm not the nominee, I'm going to have to go to the convention and tell everybody what a great president they would make. And I can't hardly do that with credibility if I've spent the last several months telling everyone what a bum they are and how they're incompetent to be president. And I think there were a lot of the people on that stage who had to, uh, to eat a big bowl full of their own words and some of it has come back, you know, to truly embarrass them because of the things they said. You never heard that. You cannot find that tape of me saying that. Uh, my, my issue was I knew Hillary Clinton better than anyone on that stage. I knew what a disaster she would be for the country. And uh, I focused my attention on why any of us on that stage would be better than letting her be the president. Okay, we got to cover a couple of things. First of all, you got your show that's on TBN. It's doing real well. And that's Saturdays? uh, Celebrating a year. We've just completed our first year. We're uh, this weekend starting episode one of season two on Trinity Broadcasting Network. It's on every Saturday and Sunday at 8 and 11 Eastern. It is, I think, a fantastic show. It's wholesome. Uh, There's just enough politics to keep it uh, current and uh, informative. Uh, But we're not all politics all the time because I don't want people on the weekend to have their blood pressure to go up to 300 over 200 after Mm -hmm. hearing this kind of stuff all week long. So we have comedians, we have acrobats, we have a lot of music. We do the show in a big theater in Nashville, Tennessee. We have a live studio audience. Uh, It is an incredibly fun show. And if people have not viewed it, I'm pretty confident that if they do, it'll become a habit. They'll either DVR it or watch it live or catch it online, which they can do at tbn.tv. And we'll, we'll go ahead and post a link to all that so people can find it as well. But it's Huckabee on TBN Saturdays, and then it airs again on Sundays as well, so people can check that out. Mike, I have to ask you, one of the things I've been critical of was the, the question over your email database that you had gathered over the years being used to uh, sell some questionable products. I found that frustrating. Well, you know, if you have an email list, people uh, will tend to rent it from you or... Uh, and I'm sure Breitbart, uh, you know, has their own, and uh, I'm sure the Blaze has its own, and yeah. every entity out there has has an email list, and, and they allow people to use it. Um, there were certain things that after a while we decided we did not want to associate with, and we discontinued. But that's uh, that's almost like you own a Walmart store, and you have some products, some you put on the shelf, and then you later decide, yeah, we don't want to carry this anymore. Yeah, but it, se- it seemed more like it was uh, using faith in people who have a strong faith to, to push products that were questionable. Maybe even some snake oily, oily type stuff. 
Well, I'm not sure exactly what you're referencing. I mean, there's some things we've been happier with than others. Um, but I, there's nothing that I felt like was uh, on the level of, of snake oil. So I, I would have to uh, strongly push back on that, Doc, and say that, uh, you know, there, there were some questions about things we, we had, but I don't think it was questionable uh, in, in some sense that would make it lacking of integrity. So uh, one of these, we are big fans of your uh, social media posts. Uh, my producer co-host, Chris Cruz, will often uh, bring them up. You, you yes. make with the yuck yucks quite a bit, Mike. Well, I enjoy Twitter. I do it for my own amusement. And quite frankly, one of the things that I like to do is to uh, to just have a little fun with the people on the left. And I figure that if they will spend all day attacking me, which they do, um, <laughs> right. I'm tying up their time so that they're not affecting people that really care and that we get all worked up about it. Because frankly, what they say about me, it just does not bother me. It's going to take more than they've got uh, to ruin my day. And I, I just take it with a you know, tongue in cheek and have some fun with it. So uh, it's part of my life post politics to enjoy uh, saying what I want to say and doing it with a sense of humor. Cause you got a lot of dad jokes going there too. There's yeah. a lot of dad joke type stuff. There's always room for those. Okay. You know, always room. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to challenge, I'm going to challenge you a little bit here and see if you can answer any of these. Okay. Why do okay. chicken coops only have two doors? I have no idea. Because if they had four, they would be chicken sedans, Mike. Oh, that, that's pretty bad. That That's worse than I would have. <laughs> I want you to write these down. You feel free to use these. Now, you know this one. I know. This is a dad joke you would know. Why do cemeteries have fences around them? You know this. Hmm. Oh, I figured you'd get this. This is an old one. This is... See, I'm not as into the dad jokes as you think. Mine <laughs> Go ahead and finish yours. People are dying to get in, Mike. That's why they... I've heard... Oh, uh, I didn't get the fence part, but I've often passed by cemeteries and said, you know, it's the most popular cemetery in this town. So, yes, I get that one. Okay. All right. Did you hear about the man who got fired from the calendar factory? No. He I took a couple of days off. <laughs> Oh, so see <laughs> now I'm, I'm happy to send you a list of these. If you want, you know what? Why don't you just send them to uh, <laughs> I don't care. Let me write this I down. Where's my pen? Hang on. I got this. <laughs> All right. I'm happy to write for you in the future. I'll put that out. Okay. You know, I'll give you a call when that ever comes up. I'll okay. let you know. I'm here for you. I'm ready to go. All right, sir. Again, well, it's Huckabee uh, TVN, and uh, they can look it up online. We'll tweet out uh, links to it as well, all right? Thanks. Great to be with you, Doc. Take all care. right, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Direct Fire is a jet-fueled political thriller that's now available in paperback. It's taken from the 30 years of military service of Brigadier General Anthony Tata. His books have gotten high praise from George H.W. Bush and Glenn Beck. In Direct Fire, a Delta Force veteran races against the clock to take out terrorists gather it in the North Carolina mountains. The terrorists have already taken down military brass and civilian leaders, and that's only the beginning. Direct Fire is on sale now. Just visit AJTATA.com. That's AJTATA.com. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.